All right, well, welcome to Foot to the Ball. You happy with Foot, foot to, to the Ball? ball. Man, I don't mind. Is it all right? Is it okay? Not, huh? Yeah, dude. It's great. I got no um, no problems. No, I I like it. I think it'll 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 click. It'll work. You sure? No. I was gonna say you seem pretty iffy on it, bro. <laughs> I am, but you know we're gonna commit to it. Uh, well, this is our first time giving this a go, so welcome, welcome. Everyone's starting the podcast from the beginning. So once we get famous, obviously this is the first thing that you're gonna listen to, uh, and you're gonna remember us. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so let's let's talk a little bit about. Um, what we want to do here so we're keen on talking about mainly fantasy draft in the EPL Um, that's the format that we like we will sort of probably touch on a little bit about just fantasy Premier League Um, we're not huge on the budget format but we'll probably touch on it every now and then as as needed or as requested but mainly we're just going to talk about EPL in general just who are the guys who are the performers at this point in time and uh we're in no way experts, but we're lovers of the game, and I think we're going to be learning through the process as well. Uh, so yeah, I reckon we um, introduce ourselves. I- I'm Diego. I'm Curtis. You're Curtis. Very good. And um, I think we'll start talking about a bit of news. Uh, we have Zaha. That's just left. How do you feel about that, Kat? Good. <laughs> I hate the bloke. <laughs> What has he done to you? He just cries all the time, bro. He does cry a little he bit just, too much. Just dies, man. He's a bit, well, I mean, that's the majority of EPL. He's but, good, but he's not that good. He's always... um. He started He started really strong last year. He had a fantastic few weeks. And, I, and he was on my team for a bit. But he definitely um he definitely died out a little bit. Just sort of got lost, lost in the space. And probably because of the different format that was happening as well within uh, Crystal Palace. But... Uh, good on him for um, moving across to the Turkish league. Hopefully, um, he sort of finds his way there. He's a great player. I think he's a great player. I hate him. <laughs> what about St. Max as well? He's your, your number yeah, one. Yeah, no, I'm pretty upset about that one. Yeah, you're my guy. He's your um, he's the love of your life. But he hasn't even left yet. I'm fairly sure he has. Nah, I don't think he has. I am. Alan St. Saint Maximum has passed his medical. No, you're right. You're right. He hasn't left. Oh, right. But he's, he's he, passed his medical. At, I didn't actually know he was at medical stage. Last time I heard, they were just getting, everyone was getting sus on Newcastle because of, um, they're owned by the, like, oh, not fully owned, but like a little bit owned by the same, um, uh, people. Yeah, yeah. In Saudi? Yeah. So they were all getting sus. Well. But, uh, I didn't know he was at his medical. So that means he's probably, he's definitely gone. Yeah, poor. Poor, um, poor Newcastle. I reckon he's great. He's all right. He's a little one-man show. Yeah. I think that'll be good for everyone else. Like, Amirion, I think he's just value goes up. Like, he's he's I been playing... I rate him. I rate him. I mean, he's, he's Paraguayan, so I have a bias against many South Americans. But I think he's exceptional. Like, really good on the ball. Just pass game is good. And then just, like, basically for our formats, like, he does so much completions in passes, so much, like attacking opportunities and that's all that matters and that's all that point system i suppose we should probably talk about that format that we use as well we last year we used the um uh epl format the main epl app through the big dogs um they i think they've only started there doing those apps like 
seven years ago maybe um but we've we've joined this um in this another application slash um website called fan tracks so much more stats and i think we're really interested in sort of um delving into a lot more of the uh, specifics of the of the game as opposed to just goals assists and saves and clean sheets i think that can get a little bit boring to be honest make players that like you know center defensive mids relevant um, where usually they're not finishers or they're usually they usually don't assist, but they're really important in passes and, and completion of tackles. And I think um, that'll make the game a lot interesting. So yeah, if, you, if you're if you interested in sort of moving across apps, that's where I'd be going, fan tracks. Try that with us. Um, but yeah, Amirion, he'll be great. I think be, he'll be doing really well, as well as Isak at the front. I think there's um, a lot more attacking opportunity for him since that's sort of freed up with St. Max. St. Max has obviously been on and off uh, with his substitutions and his injuries and all the rest of it, but uh, I think those guys now get to be a little bit more consistent in their in their game to week to week output kind of thing. And we've got Raúl Jiménez going to Fulham. How do you feel about that? I think he's pretty good actually. I think he just needed to get away from Wolves for a bit. Wolves are like great defensive team, but they've never been a good attacking team. Oh no, they were all right a couple years ago. And then I'll make Cracky Skull. <laughs> that's a that's a that's a big blow. Um, but I think it's I think it's all right. It's not, definitely not the same as Mitro. They won't be able to like um, push defenders around as much. Uh, but they'll just have to play different. Yeah, and it's big. Like I mean, Mitro, Mitrovic had so many opportunities. He he started off extremely strong. Um, and sort of made his way. Sort of like he sort of stayed somewhat consistent. But towards the end, the man was. Um, made a lot of mistakes and missed so many penalties as well, um, which was hard to watch. I think Raul Jimenez will hopefully gain a lot of that opportunity. So I think he's he's definitely one of those um, ones to watch. I reckon for the for the year, he's going to probably end up in a lot of waivers, and I think people should be picking him up um, if they have the chance. I mean, in saying that, forwards is a pretty um, limited commodity. There's not many of them, and not many good ones. So I reckon he'll probably end up in a lot of teams. Um, especially in this kind of format you probably don't want to be getting more than more than eight to ten people in a league because then it it gets too just too much there's not enough room you don't want no, more than eight you reckon more than ten, ten ten players in a league it's just too much there's there's not enough players and it's you start to scrape people that um, i reckon there's enough it, i it guess just, so it just what well, it just gotta have a more ball knowledge, bro. I suppose. <laughs> if you, yeah, you've got to start of, picking from all the other teams and like lower teams. Yeah, well, that's the thing. You have to go, not just lower teams, but from like, I don't know, players that don't play every week, but you've got to be really dependent on picking people up from the waiver wire and um, that becomes a lot more important. And then trading becomes a lot more important, which I think, um, especially in our league last year, we didn't do a lot of it. But when we did, it was exciting. I think trading is really important. Yeah, I didn't do much. You did one. It was horrible. For you, it was horrible for both of us, I think. Yeah. But Cucurella for Kyle Walker, Cucu ended up just sucking, which is what I expected. And then Kyle Walker got like stayed injured, came back for a bit, and then got injured again. Yeah, I might. I didn't really do much trades. I think. I think we're definitely going to try do that more this. I'm just going to do trades. You probably trades. will. I don't really. I don't know yet. I, I'm keen on it. I think um, it definitely will keep it alive for the 36 games. It's a long time to be staying, keeping with the same team the whole way through. You've got to keep, be enticing people with uh, good trades, I reckon. Yeah, but if you don't need to make them, why make them? Oh, you were first the whole year. So. <laughs> <laughs> so 
So that's why you didn't need to make them. Where I was bottom of the pack the whole way. Yeah, but you didn't you didn't get back up by doing trades, but no, not by doing trades. I played with the waiver wire a lot, but I reckon trades would have got me there quicker. Um, but this year we'll we'll give it a go. Well, yeah, I reckon we'll talk about top ten forwards. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Top 10. I was about to I was about to say wide receivers. <laughs> Listen to too much fantasy fantasy football. Is that NFL? NFL, right? Yeah, yeah. Wide receivers are yeah. Your exciting um, runners, I suppose. So I suppose that's the equivalent of, of forwards for, for soccer, for football. I'll never say soccer again on this podcast. I'm really sorry. No more soccer, <laughs> just football. We're football <laughs> fanatics. <laughs> the English will cut us in half. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so my number 10 is, is Tony. You just put him at 10. I put him at 10. Um, man's an injury risk. He is great when he's playing. And did he, did he, did he, he get injured that much? He did, yeah. And he, he was he was out for a big stint as well. And then he came back, got injured again. And he's, it's been like that for a, a few years, actually, sort of um, in his time with Brentford. Uh, he is a great player. Um, very attractive. <laughs> yeah, Tony, Tony's good. I, I think he's when he's healthy, he's great. But the only reason I have him down in 10 as opposed to a lot higher in front of all the other guys that I'm going to be naming... It's just because of his injury risk. And I, I suppose in our format, we, we want consistency. We want someone that's going to be like our uh, day, you know, week to week numbers, even if that's an assist, even if that's like um, a few great opportunities and passes, like that's what's going to bring up the points. But if he's not there, then he's not going to give us points, unfortunately. Um, but he, when he is, he's on. What about you? What have you got in your top 10 forwards? Uh, I have Waymo at number 10. Okay. Tell me about that. Uh, I have Tony over in Buemo. I think... Oh, I have two, I have Tony higher. I have Tony in there as well, but he's higher. Yeah, okay. He's not a 10. But I just think, I think... I don't really know. I just... There's not too many forwards I feel to pick from all the time. So it's just... In Buemo, just, he, just, he does score goals. He does get assists. He does get in the right spots just a bit unlucky i think he hit he almost broke the record last season for hitting crossbars pretty sure <laughs> why would you put him that's <laughs> not very good for <laughs> bro. imagine imagine right I mean, if he was just that extra inch yeah yeah towards the goal i think we all imagine an extra inch could be another eight goals man very good um all right number nine nine i have um up and coming in kunku <laughs> Chelsea I'm really excited for Nkunku to do what uh, a lot of the Chelsea forwards from last year couldn't and that's finish <laughs> um, from Havertz to Aubameyang to um, Werner like it's just there was no one that just did the job and I think um, Nkunku uh, again comes from the German league and um, the transition between the German League and EPO is, is, it seems to always for most of the time be a bit of a drop in potential I think defensively it's just a harder league but I, I'm excited for Nkunku great speed great finish I think uh, hopefully with the restructure of Chelsea that um, they can actually do something on this side of, um, on this side of the, the Premier League um, season 
What do you feel about Nkunku? I don't even have him on my list. Dude. I know, that's what I'm asking you now. I don't, Chelsea have a number nine curse, and I haven't seen enough from Chelsea to see if they've done anything better than yeah, that's fair. sign a bunch of people. What about you? What do you got at nine? Shit, Pedro. <laughs> do you have Pedro? Yeah, nice. I think that's good. I I don't have him on my list, but to be honest, I, I'd reconsider a lot of my list. Um, I just need to see one game Bro, with him in the I team. I don't even know if he'll start. I think he will. There's such a big gap in that area. Um, I think there's there's some great um, midfielders and and number nines, but there's there's no one up front for them, or no one consistently good up front. Um, so hopefully they they can perform. All right, number eight. eight. I've got Isak from Newcastle. I'm really excited for Isak. I think he's, um, like I was saying earlier, with St. Max gone, I think it just leaves a lot of breathing room for um, him to really settle in into that position. He's obviously got Callum Wilson to deal with, but um, Callum's um, man's getting a little bit old. I think he's um, he's still great, great How player. How old is he? Oh, I don't know. 30s. I don't know. I don't know if he's that old, is he? Uh, my guess is 32. 30, Actually? 32, 33. If I'm wrong, then then strike me down. 31. Okay, 31. I wasn't too far off. Uh, I mean, the greatest of players still play great at 31, 32. Uh, Jamie Vardy, say. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I, I just think he's there's an aging process. And you've got a younger, faster, very keen and very good finisher. Um, I think Isak's going to get a little more of attention this year, um, especially since he really settled into the role. What about you? Um, what? Number what was, eight. Oh, I have Solanke there, bro. Ah, Solanke is good. I think he's he's really underrated. He did really well in the championship the year before. He but still scored goals, man. He did score, and he's. But that's why I don't, I don't have. I've got I've got Isaac up high. I don't have. That's I don't know who you've got above, buddy. I've got one that you're never gonna put up there. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's fair enough. We'll, we'll, we'll work up the list. We'll work up the list. I'm touching that filth, dude. <laughs> we'll talk about the filth soon. Number seven, I've got Watkins. I think um, he's, really, he's really demonstrated that he's a good player. Great player. Aston Villa are keen on him. I think he's, he's got a great role. Um, and there's no one really that's going to replace him. I mean, you've got Leon Bailey, who like, plays really well with him now. I'm really excited for Leon Bailey this year as well. I don't think he's going to be top 10, but um, he Watkins really compliments anyone. And I think he does have his bad days, but he stays healthy. He's still young and he's very consistent with the team. I'd say he's going to be a really good asset for fantasy this year. What about you, number seven? Uh, seven, I have Tony. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I don't think the injury risk is as bad as what you think it is. That's fair. That's um, fair. But even then, with the, with the time he didn't play last season, he still scored and got a lot of points. So That's true. And look, he's, he's great. I, I think I have a bias because of injuries and, and again, the aging process. And but won't... Right, now, now I tell you what, now he's going to score even more because he's not betting on himself to lose this time, <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's a tough situation as well. You've got to keep him out of the gambling room and he'll be fine. I've got um, number six. six. I've got Son. Oh, I, I guess <laughs> that's something probably to mention in our, in our format. I think in our format in fan tracks, we've got Son is a forward. I believe in the EPL he's a format, midfielder, he's a midfielder. Yeah. So um, 
that does pose a question. But in reality, like that's where he plays. He plays as a forward. So I'm happy to talk about him here, and then I'm probably happy to talk about him in midfield as well because he he does deserve that kind of attention. Uh, and now that he's he's, I mean, Harry Kane is still around. Um, we've got the addition of Madison. Like that's going to be a really strong striking force. And I think if if they didn't have it before um, with the uh, additions from last year, Kulisewski and uh, basically all their all their running room around them, I think Madison can really complement that team. Um, not a fan of that team, but I think um, I think Son's amazing. I think he's he's a good player. He's he's severely underrated and just had a really really bad start to the year. Sort of got a little bit going towards the end, but not enough that um, anyone really sort of any, got any success from him. Um, but I think um, he's worth sort of getting back into your team. He's 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 got a good force around him. What about you? Number six. Uh, six? Yeah. No, not six. We're up to six. Yeah. I swear we're up to eight, bro. Oh no, I got this all wrong. I'm looking at. Yeah, number six. Who you got? Yeah, we are up to six. I got Isak, man. Isak. Yeah, I mean that's fair, and I think I probably do have him too low. I'm I'm considering putting him higher, but I think just from who I see above, I, I think he. Um, there's still some really good potential. Yeah, it's alright. I think I don't know. You just maybe I'm just overlooking, but he just look a bit too like like skinny. Like he get just he just get pushed over with the physicality side. Yeah, yeah. And we've got. But some... he did do pretty well when he played. Yeah, for sure. Where does Callum Wilson sit with you then? Are just you... above. Okay, number he's, five. Yeah, five. One. Uh, well, then you start. Then number five for you. You got Callum Wilson. He's just he's just the typical striker, bro. He's just. Like he's got the what a hunk the no hunk it's just he's just got the natural thing that you can't train in someone with it just in the right spot at the right time sure sure and he's just got the finishing and he's got just the poaching to put it away he's not he's nothing too special about him just the fact that he's in the right spot right time and if he gets it there's a good chance he'll put it in the back of the net and and you're right he is he's a great clinical finisher I just think he's losing a lot of his stamina and speed and that's just the aging process I think but. But yeah. yeah, he doesn't. I don't think the way they play, he doesn't need the stamina or speed. He's just, as I said, he's just, he's just there. Like him and Callum. Every okay. I feel like most of the goals I've seen of him, they're all the messy ones that just end up on him. Yeah, and in the back of the net. It's true. You're right. I think um, he, Callum and Saint Max used to pair up well. So I think I'm also low on him because he's lost his a, a great yeah, buddy but of they his. They got Harvey Barnes. <laughs> he is great though Harvey Barnes is amazing Harvey Barnes is probably Do you think he's better than St. Max? I don't know, it's weird I don't, Does I that hurt you? He's, no, he's a better team player than St. Max You're right, St. Max is a great star I think Harvey Barnes is a better team yeah, player I think, I think it actually might be better Because Harvey Barnes is a better team player And will chuck a lot better crosses into the box hmm. I'm, interested, I'm really interested to see how Newcastle lines up But um, yeah, good to have different Heaps of people don't rate him by the way Rate Harvey Barnes. Yeah, oh, I think they're wrong. I think he's a great player. I think he just got, just had a bad run with Leicester, and so did Madison. I think they're still going to do amazing in their new teams. Um, but no, I think I think it's good that we have differing opinions. It keeps things interesting. Number four. Yeah. We've got. I've got. Jesus. Wait. Are we up to number four? Or up to number five. You didn't do your number five. Oh, I didn't do my number five. My number five is Jesus. Gabriel Jesus. You have him that low? Oh. I, have him, I have him pretty low, but he like... He was injured for a long season. Injury is a massive thing for this guy. He's, I don't know if it's massive. He well, Man City, When he was in Man City, he, when he's been in Arsenal, like... And again, he's getting older and injuries are just going to keep older. happening. 
Yeah. Nah, he's like mid-twenties, dude. Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Check me up again. Fact check me. Arsenal's team, like, legit. I'm pretty sure they have no one over, like, the age of 25. We're fact-checking Gabriel Jesus' age. He's 26. He's that young? Yeah, he's I, proper young. Man, I thought he was, Arsenal, like... I think he... I think he might be the oldest player in our squad. Yeah, right. I, I don't know why I was under the impression that he was, like, the one of the experienced players because he's a little bit older. Well, for a young player, he's getting banged up pretty hard. Anyways, regardless... He's, he's, he's pretty injury prone, regardless of his age. It's because he goes very hard. He does go very hard. He's a great player. I think if he never got injured, I'd be almost putting him at my, my number one. But just because of the whole situation where he's got a really good attacking force behind him. Martinelli, he's got Odegaard, um, Trossard, who sort of started last year, or this year really, in, in January. Amazing team around him. And I think that's what will take away from his fantasy value. I think is that it's being shared around a very good squad. Arsenal, an amazing, amazing team. And I think um, that's the only thing that's going to negate, I think, his value, as well as his injuries. Um, but that's why I'm got, I've got him there. Otherwise, I would have him a lot higher. What have you got at... Oh, I'll start. Number four. Yeah. <laughs> I've got your favourite player. I've got Harry Kane. You put him at four? Yeah. I don't think you put... I thought you'd put him up higher than four. No, he's a great player, but again, he's... he's I probably should stop talking about the aging process. But the man had like thirty-one goals in the worst Spurs team you've ever seen, almost. And he's and he's. I think he's only going to get worse. That's that's my take on it. Yeah, I, think I hate the bloke, but I reckon he'll do even better. I don't think he'll do better this year. I think he um he's getting to a point where I think he's past his peak for sure. I think his peak was a little while back. Um, you reckon? Hmm. I think he's missed out on like good teams, Champion League team. He's stayed committed to his squad. There's a chance you'll go to Bay Munich. There's been lots of talks around that. Um, I'd say go for it. That's that's the this would probably be one of your last chances to go and get a Champion League win um, without Tottenham, and that's just the unfortunate truth for him. Uh, so he has to make that choice. If he's obviously left, he obviously won't be part of a EPO. And we, I won't be interested in him anymore. But he's he's still great. I, I mean, top four is still amazing. I'd say, but he's he's got an he's. He's not going to be doing as much as he could beforehand. I think they're going to actually involve a lot of Richarlison this year. Again, much to what you don't think he'll do. I think they will. Um, we love Angie. Dan, Dan Under, we love Angie a lot. But um, Angie's going to use a lot of his squad and not just... He's not going to focus on one player. And he's also not afraid to get rid of players. Um, so if Harry Kane wants to go, he's going to still make a great squad without him. Um, that's where I've got him. What do you got, number four? I got Ollie Watkins. Ollie Watkins, number four. Yeah, okay. Tell me a bit about why he's so high for you. I just think Unai Emery is... He's a great manager. He's a great manager. He, he knows how to bring squads up, for sure. I think and I just... I don't know. He's a great manager. I've heard a lot of talk about Watkins lately. And I'm I'm following and I'm believing in the, the Watkins train. Mm. So I actually put him quite high. Fair enough. Number three, three. I've got Rashford. I got. Um, is he a forward in this? I'm fairly sure. Yeah. If he's a forward in this, that kind of changes things. Does it? That's why. That's why I have him. And yeah, I think in the other app he was a midfielder. Yeah, in the EPL app, I'm fairly sure he was a midfielder, and that's probably why you don't have him in this. No, I got him in the midfield. That's right. That's okay. I think I think it's fine to talk about him in this sort of session as a sort of very high forward, but he's also a very high midfield, just depending on what format that you use. 
and we'll, we'll talk about that when we talk about midfields as well. But for the moment, yeah, I've got him at really high up in the forwards. Forwards is a really, really sparse commodity, and when you've got the likes of Rashford being put into that position, you've just got to take him. He is, he's the man for Manchester United up front. There is no one else that has value. Maybe um, Bruno Fernandes, but he's a midfielder in this sort of format. Um, and then you've got Martial when he's around and not injured. Um, but even then, he'll come perform for a bit and then and then leave. Uh, apart from that, who else is in the attacking room for Manchester United? Uh, you got Garnacho. Garnacho, yeah. Got, yeah, Garnacho, Martial, Rashford, uh, Sancho. Uh... Sancho is someone interesting as well. He's, I mean, in that um, preseason match, he played really well. Uh, it just depends on no, how. I don't think he did. You don't reckon? He's got a goal. He got a nice goal as well. Well, yeah, he just. He just, they just made, um, they obviously just made, uh, well, they took advantage of our lack of defending long balls. Yeah, yeah. And he's just fast, so he was just easy to bit behind. But I don't think he played, apart from that, um, and like he's good, he's got, had a really good finish. Mm-hmm. I don't think he played too well, but then I guess he did, I guess he did his job. Yeah, yeah. So maybe he did play well. Yeah. I think, um, Rashford's still the guy though. I think if, as long as he stays healthy, he's the guy. He got a little bit injured last year. He got banged up. I forgot what the injury was, but he got banged up for a few games. He was on your squad last year, and he went crazy for you. Yeah, I got him just off. I think I got him during the World Cup or just before it. Yeah, yeah. It was a prime time to get him, and that's when he popped off. Um, great, great forward. I think he's um, he's coming into his own in that team, and, and hopefully they um, they can back him up with the, the new signings as well. Uh, number three for you? Jesus. Yeah, fair enough. I don't, I don't think there's much more to that. I, I first picked that man last year, and everyone laughed at me. Everyone did laugh at you. Look at it. It was a great choice. Look at it. it now. I went, actually last year I went pretty hard on Arsenal, and everyone was making fun of me, but... But, yeah, you, you chose the double up, Jesus and Martinelli, and, and everyone was very jealous of you, because you just... Very. Everyone thought, oh, okay, they'll be okay, but... You can never doubt the Brazilian link-up, man. <laughs> you can't, and I think we all know that now. You can't... Doubt a Brazilian link up. They're amazing. Two. Number two, I've got Salah. He's a forward in this format. Is he a forward? Yeah. He's a forward. Actually, I don't even have him on midfields. I don't have him on anything. <laughs> he's, um, I've all lost a little bit of faith in that man. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, I haven't. I think he's still amazing. I think in terms of fantasy value, he's he's the guy. He's, he's still relevant. He's still doing, if not less goals, more assists. He's definitely part in the passing game and... Um, and in terms of fantasy value, just week in, week out, like there are, you have to look for the weeks that he doesn't do something. Uh, a lot of the time he gets assists, goals. He, he's always part of the attacking room. Injuries, not really. He's not very injury prone, so it makes him a very consistent commodity. Um, Jurgen Klopp still creating an amazing squad basically around Salah. Like Salah is amazing. Everyone else around him is changing except for Salah. Um, you've got the likes of Gakpo and Nunes that are going to take a little bit of his um, potential goals and assists, but um, they're nowhere near as good as an experience as this man. I think this might be one of his last years that he's going to be so high up on, on our list. Um, he might not even be in the English Premier League after this, but I think where he is now, how he is, and the team's still stacking around him, he's going to still do very well, well this year. Uh, number two for you? i got a Haaland at number two. Haaland number two. Number one. It's pretty self-explanatory, man. Definitely. The, the big uh, Norwegian man. He's so good. He's unreal. Well, let's talk about our number ones then. My number one is Haaland. 
uh, again, no surprise there. I think Man City, amazing squad. Pep Guad, he's basically the only one that plays every single game. Um, towards the end of last year, I think he, he had a few games off, but um, he's just amazing. Physicality, speed, shooting, like... Uh, and basically, his stats always match up he, in terms of his goals. In terms of he can, you know, his passing potential is a little bit low. Um, that's what we've seen in a few of the preseason games and a few of his um, Champion League games as well. He's not great at passing, um, but boy, the man can finish. Boy, he can run through a lot of people. And as a forward, that's sort of what you need. And that's the primary focus. Everything else is a bonus. Just like uh, Salah's is a bonus because he does all the other stuff as well. But Haaland just does what a forward needs to do, and he does it well. Um, and you're number one. I'm really keen and interested to see who you've chosen. Darwin Nunes, brother. Darwin Why have you chosen Darwin Nunes? Well, I picked him last year, and he still got his points, actually. He did get... He, he was... Even though everyone was making fun of him because he did do some sloppy stuff. He did a lot of sloppy stuff. He still got some decent points. So what makes you feel like he's going to be... Because you're saying he's number one forward, better than Haaland this year. What makes you feel like he's going to play a lot better than... Um, last year for one and better than Haaland for one because this year the man can speak fluent English <laughs> and that's it guys well um, thanks for listening to the foot to the ball um, we're going to be trying to bring you the top 10s um, and right up until basically um, the start of FPO and we'll be st- talking a bit more about the format um, in, in between these in these uh, top 10s so a little bit about um, the format itself if you've never heard about it um, talking about a bit of strategy and, and then we'll be going about um, what you should and shouldn't be doing um, during your draft pick, which is the most exciting um, time, I reckon, uh, when we all get together and um, tease each other for choosing habits first. Um, thanks, Josh. <laughs> well, um, that's it for now. Thanks for listening and um, see you next